0: hello welcome to episode two of the florist <laughs> podcast and today we have two lovely ladies in the adult industry um ladies introduce yourselves
1: I'm Isabella Knights and I'm Aria
0: Cade. Now, men and other ladies as well, take a look at them. They're absolutely stunning. So, one of the things with the podcast is adult entertainment, sports, relationships, and shenanigans. We're going to get all into it. Um, girls, do you even watch your own porn?
1: Sometimes, yeah. I'd say occasionally
2: just to like critique myself. <laughs> exactly, you need to know where you've started, where you've gone, angles that have worked, um, whatever it may be, and, and, and then, some scenes are just super hot and you can't yeah. help but. And then there's the scenes that you're like, mm, you gotta watch a little bit, just
1: to be yeah. naughty. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Do you ever watch scenes with your friends? Um. Was it like off limits?
1: Well, my friends have
2: watched my scenes and then told me, so yeah, yeah <laughs> it's been my, that way. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my girlfriends have watched my scenes, and I have a lot of mom friends, and the best story I heard from one of my mom friends is when she synced her phone to her car, it popped up as Aria Cade Blowbang on her dashboard of her car as she's taking her <laughs> kids to school. So I'm like, well, at least they can't read yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: just says oh you're like keep getting better at acting i'm like thank you for being my big supporter i appreciate appreciate it
2: it. yes that's always the best i mean i watch it with my husband too you know to egg him on and be like oh like i'm Mm -hmm." i'm sucking this guy's dick you know (laughs) i'm with a really hot girl i want you to like watch it i'll tell him what from what time to what time to watch, and then I'll come up and I'll finish the job too. So it makes a little fun foreplay.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. So what advice would you have for anyone that's looking to even get started in the industry?
2: Hmm. Um, you wanna go first on this one? Sure. I think investing in your brand is number one. Obviously, you have to have standards, you have to know what your brand is going to be, and stick with it and don't be afraid to say no to things. You know, we're tested, you know, it's, that's an expense. You're buying equipment, you're buying clothes and there's going to be that period where you're shelling out money to invest in your brand and if I'm, you know, a MILF I love XYZ and someone wants to do any, something that I'm not comfortable with I'm going to say no. And if there's a beautiful lady like Isabella over here, I'm going to dive right <laughs> in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that
1: question again? Remind me. Word it again.
2: What, what was was
1: advice would you give? Oh, advice. Um, first of all, I do your research before you get in the industry. Um, I know people just jump into it, but definitely do your research Search, see if it's something that is for you, and then kind of just be on your own terms. So do whatever you feel comfortable with and what you're excited about.
0: You now, you use the word milf. It's been used in society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so what? How would you describe it? Has it? You know, how would you describe it? Is, is someone calls you, oh, she's a milf. You know, is it the difference between being a milf versus being a, an adult star? Milf?
2: So. I feel like a lot of people use MILF very differently in the industry than in real life. A lot of people yell at me and say I look too young or I have you know, a natural <laughs> chest so I can't be a MILF so I kind of do the horny housewife but I do have two kids so I am a real MILF. Um, <laughs> so I, I love being called a MILF. Um, my favorite term I think is sled though. that's. Definitely. But MILF, I think, is all over the place in the industry. I think it's normally when you see someone that looks mature versus being actual real-life MILF. But I'll take MILF, I'll take Horny Housewife, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> you got that MILF?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. How tall are you?
1: Well, you think I'm 4'11", but I'm, <laughs> I'm five foot. so I just beat it.
0: All right, so you would be, you considered petite. I am. Okay. Fun Do you, is that one of the, the things that you find um, that you sense appealing to the people that's looking for that petite bombshell? Uh,
1: yeah, I would say so. A lot of people will comment, just like, oh, I love how petite and tiny you are, and people just randomly pick me up, and I'm like, put me down, and so <laughs> and that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, you, you both have come to us as top performers in Aww, the different thanks. kinds of genres, <laughs> and shout out to your, your agency, uh, East Coast Talent. Yeah. Uh, but um, if you weren't a top performer, you know, what would you be doing? Have you ever thought about that? If you weren't a top performer in this industry, what would you, what could you see yourself doing?
1: Um, I definitely can see myself doing a lot of other things and also alongside this job as well. I don't think you have to, if you're a top performer, you have to do just that as well. Um, Definitely go back to school and I'm interested in psychology, so
2: I'm getting my degree in that right now. Cool. Um, yeah. I think I'd still be sucking dick and licking pussy no matter what I was saying. I'd be <laughs> yeah, doing that, no matter what, exactly. Cool. So it doesn't, you know, I don't think it would really matter. Um, before I got into the industry, I was a phys ed teacher. Um, I have a kinesiology degree, too. So, Sweet. yeah, so I do, you know, sometimes I help training um, a lot of times now with the virtual era, and I help a lot of my girlfriends, like training and nutrition and everything. So that's a passion of mine, too.
0: You mentioned the psychology. Mm-hmm. Do you think. Where right now, you know, with everything going on, I think this is a good a good branch off question, with everything that's been going on with COVID, with everything that's been going on in the environment and everything else, is there a type of psychology that you feel that the industry helps people cope with?
1: Um, I think there needs to be more of that. Hmm. I don't think yeah. we have enough outreach programs and you don't really know about mental health until you get to rock bottom sometimes especially if you're moving to a brand new place, starting off your new career. And I think a lot of girls could benefit from that if we did start something like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And um, I think women,
2: should I say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I agree, even as a performer too, I think when you see a fellow performer post something really positive, maybe you're having an off day or, you know, being mm-hmm. able to raise each other up versus, oh, well that girl's really hot, so well, you yeah, know that it just makes, just I think the industry, like, just more better
1: and genuine. Mm -hmm. so if we are all just nice to each other and we actually like especially during this time just looking out for each other yeah very much so yeah Yeah. we're people too
0: (laughs) (laughs) since you're people that means you have guilty pleasures
1: oh no no. what are some
0: of you all's guilty pleasures
2: Mm. I don't know what's considered guilty. I don't feel guilty about it. (laughs) I always joke that my guilty pleasure is watching like housewife TV shows and when I unwind at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Because like that's, you know, it's such mindless TV, but I feel like after a long day, you kind of just want to chill and not have to use your brain or whatever. Um, I think that's like the guilty, I mean, not really guilty, but one of those ha-ha moments. (laughs) I've always had a hot for like
1: authority figures that gets me in trouble. So, I mean, <laughs> that tends to happen. I guess that's kind of guilty, mm-hmm. but I didn't bring my whistle, I would
2: have bought <laughs> it if I had known.
0: <laughs> um, so one of the questions that tends to come out, um, I want to ask both of you this, is actually we're going to come back to a relationship. We're going to come back to it. Okay. Um, I want to stay with, 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 with porn as an industry. Um, Given that the apps and and the internet right now, where do you think where do you see it in the next three to four years? Because everyone says you know COVID fast forwarded some things, you know people had that adjust. you know so where do you see it going? You know,
2: I think it's going to be really interesting because there are a lot of platforms that are trying to weed the adult industry out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be an awakening, maybe a renaissance, if you will, um, with. Us going out there and laying out a better platform for our things and maybe having a little more security and more options. And I think a lot more people are understanding that they need their own website or need something more secure than going off of another platform that we thought was the most secure thing in the world and all of a sudden, yeah, you're, we referencing, lost you're that.
0: referencing the whole thing that happened with Pornhub.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, Pornhub. I mean, there's lots of things you hear horror stories about OnlyFans shutting down accounts all the time and girls losing all of that money that they had acquired. So, you know, with your payout, girls were doing the monthly payouts, and all of a sudden there's a full month of hard work that just disappeared because they shut down your account. So, you know, it's really important to have different revenue streams, but also to look for not someone being your only payment processor and relying on other, you know, being self-sufficient too, and kind of having those security nets.
1: I kind of see, like, this is a different perspective on that, but like a different, I guess, area within that about the porn is, porn industry like Mm kind of switching ways um I kind of see it more now it's going back kind of like the old days where you have your top like performers and shooting and then because I kind of think that's the way to go in my opinion is to just have people who really enjoy sex show that on film versus have people there that don't know what they're doing getting in like this is amateur but like Real type, of, if you know what I mean, like yeah. what you see on the documentaries that showcase like the horrible stuff. Like yeah. we're getting away from that, I think, and we're able to be more in charge, but also enjoy performing more. Yeah, I agree. definitely I agree with that. So agree if that makes any sense, I was a bunch <laughs> of rambling, but
2: <laughs> no, I definitely agree with
1: that. All
0: right, so. Relationships.
1: Relationships. Yeah, we take art. our time with
0: this one. Take our time with this one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you oh, oh in sorry in my pony from Jenny Wine just like <laughs> came
2: into my head? <laughs> take your time, with it. You
0: know? <laughs> How do you navigate the relationships and in your in Izzy's case, relationships in your case, marriage mm-hmm. um, now versus then before you even got into the industry? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Do you want me to start do you want
2: to? You can go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, my husband was the one that told me to get into porn. The The joke was, I call myself the greediest slut and he's the one that started that. He's like, you're a greedy slut. You might as well do what you love and love what you do, you know, get into Aww. porn, which was really cool. Um, he and I were posting stuff you know, on Pornhub or clips for sale, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden we got a following and people like, Oh, well, who are you shooting for? What are you doing? I'm like, well, this is us being real. So it was, it was nice. So I'm lucky that I have a great support system. And I honestly, I was a little bit self-conscious about my body myself. And before I met him and he just kind of, you know, helped me get into it. Obviously there are times where we have to have more open communication. And when I go into a shoot, letting him know everything that's going to happen, we have boundaries within our relationship of things that I will do, you know, for production and then just for us. So it's really important, I think, in any relationship and then especially when you're in the industry to have that open line of communication. Um, And everyone kind of laughs when I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we're monogamous really Besides porn, and a lot of people are like, oh, you don't have full open. You're not doing all this. I'm like, no, because if we do anything with other people, we like them to be with us, and because we're happy. and slingers? No, so we we so we. If- See,
0: you just uh, you said so we two or three times.
2: So <laughs> it's hard to explain. So we will not do things one on one without other people. You but will we couple will couple bring- swap if agreed. We do everything together, so we don't wow. do one-on-one, we don't go off with anyone. We are together because, like I said, our relationship is strong enough that we're happy and we're content with, more than content where we are, but if we bring other people in, it's to add to us, not to be something that we're lacking between the two of us, right. if that makes sense, yeah. you know? Um, so, but we'll do parties and stuff, but we're always together, and there's lots of times we'll. He'll still be in the room. He'll be watching. He'll be oh no, go be a slut. Like, take that one, take that one, take that one, take that one. And he'll just sit back and love it. But either way, it's still a joint, you right. know, thing. So. That's cool.
0: So, is it relationships with you? Relationships. Before and now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Lay into it. Or, let's do this.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I had like one relationship, actually two relationships before I started porn. So I wasn't really into dating much, I guess. Um, I met my first boyfriend in a mental hospital. So it's not the first place you want your first relationship. (laughs) Um, And lost my V-card to him. And then um, met another guy, didn't want me stripping. I ended up dumping him, stripped. But as far as relationships go, I'm like, I don't know, I think I just like people in general, and it's like, I like having relationships with multiple people, if that makes sense, just like nothing too serious, just because I'm like still young, and I have a lot of time, and um, I do have like people I appreciate in my life, and they mean the world to me, but I also don't take, I kind of look at sex differently, I have it completely separate from like what love is. So but before that I used to go on Tinder nonstop. And so say, porn was like a safer way for me to It'll
2: you know go. have sex
1: <laughs> versus it's just, just yeah. going
2: on Tinder every day. That's right. I met my husband on Tinder, so it's <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, t- Tinder, if this blows up, you owe us some money.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I say that because you never know what can be viral. There was a there was a video um on the floor so we, we we had a porn hub account before the whole porn Chaos thing scene. and now yeah. um, knock on wood. Uh, we have been granted a premier content premium partner. Mm. And so that's going to be up in the next couple of weeks um, with all with uh, you know clips of all the scenes and everything like that. So shout out to you uh you uh you porn. Oh right. um, yeah. Red Tube uh Pornhub and another one out X-hamster. and also X Hamster as well has approved <laughs> yeah. us <laughs> as well, and so um, you know that is that's shout out to the you know that's a win for the little guys. Yeah. Um, but it was just it was interesting, though and I almost feel it was insane. Um, but let me, I want to come back to to you for a second,
2: mm-hmm.
0: area. I don't want to lose sight of this. You met your husband on Tinder.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is he? You were a Tinder fanatic according to what you said. You were on Tinder all the time. And yeah. You said porn was a way for you to exercise your desire. Sex
2: addiction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I walked
0: her into this one. <laughs> nah, yeah. Sex addiction.
1: Right.
0: So. And, I, and I sort of wanted to, I was waiting for one of you to pick up on it. Do you feel that... Um,
1: it actually has helped with that. Explain. i know it sounds weird. so answer
0: the question before i ask it that's that's fine go ahead
2: yeah um wait what were you saying with sex addiction and porn and how it's helped just kind of how it's helped Mm -hmm.
1: um so how it's helped i guess is just like it's i'm not constantly like going out for dick i guess (laughs) like but it's like there i know the guy i feel safe there's people around um and it's like fun because I know the people and so it's like I feel safe versus I would just kind of go um on tinder and just hook up with it up whoever just kind of because I liked sex but it was more of a obviously addiction type of thing just to I was un, not really confident in myself and stuff did porn and that actually helped me gain confidence and like embrace my sexuality I was very ashamed of it before and I think it's Helped open me up to that, so I'm not so ashamed. Okay.
0: Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, my numbers were definitely high regardless of, <laughs> of porn. And I was, I was doing the going out to the bars with my girlfriends, and all of a sudden. Halfway through the night, where's where's Aria? i be like, I'll oh, give her thirty minutes. She'll be back. I'll come. All right, we're good, guys. She's like, okay, you got,
0: you got your fix. Yeah, I
2: got my fix. <laughs> stay back, pop back in.
1: Yeah, and I worked in a brothel before porn, oh, okay. so oh, yeah. I did that as well.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, okay, <laughs> what was what was your? This is a, a new new grounds yeah. uh, to, to 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 tread on. Your when you went a brothel, you were doing it for the, for the money and the notoriety. Mm. Um, as well as sex with random men.
1: I was more curious. More curious. And one sex. All right. <laughs> so.
0: At some point, you said, "I want to try porn." Yes.
1: All right,
0: what was that? That's, this is a great for anyone that is in the situation of whether they are, um, you know, there's certain aspects of sex workers that are um, in bad situations. There's some are that are in they're in curious exactly. situations. You know, but in a sense, whoever hears this right now you know, what was your transition? What was your, um, like, okay, why did you want to, you did the brothel, why did you want to go from there to porn? And when you went to porn, was it like, did you step one foot in, like sort of dip in the toe, or did you say, fuck it, I'm just going all in?
1: So, I actually am going to say stuff on here that I haven't said anywhere any real. So, um, my birth mom was actually a prostitute, so I was born addicted to drugs. And so, my whole outlook, my whole life was, it was bad. She got pimped out, she's... Uh, handicapped now a lot of stuff went wrong and so I saw that and um, my I'm so grateful my parents adopted me today Um, just were always so against all of that so but my mind was always curious and I knew I wanted to dance at some thing so I danced and um, before that I wrote a paper in college on stripping so that's what kind of got me into it and I was curious wanted to do that did a political science paper on the brothels from there on, went to the brothel, and um...
0: Political science paper on it. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, interesting journey.
1: And then I yeah, um, worked at the brothel, and it was quite an experience. And then from there, I realized, I was like, hey, I can kind of make this like a business opportunity, because I saw another adult performer there. And um, I was like, I can use my name to bring in customers and clientele and then, you know. And then also I'm, again just curious about the whole thing. So because of you know, just seeing what my birth mom went through and stuff and seeing it in a different light. I didn't want to always look at sex in such a bad light. So I think that's where this all came from. I thought. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Deep shit. Yeah. All well, right. Well, that's great coming out <laughs> like that, girl. That's <laughs> yeah, that's so you're the first to hear it, Florence.
0: Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um so it, four foot nine or four foot ten, five foot.
1: Five foot. Five foot. Five. All right. Do
0: you feel it's an advantage in certain roles? Uh, you know, what 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 can you do that others can't do? you know. Ooh. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the podcast, uh, listeners, you can't see what you just did. You can go to the, the YouTube. Uh, I just this is a podcast. Exercise, you <laughs> <laughs> Um, you you know what? It, it's, it's it's interesting because I just. I just dropped a few names: podcast, soft care, soft, softcore, hardcore. Um, how do you find to each of you? How do you find yourself marketing na- differently nowadays versus you? You know, versus years ago. Oh. You know what? You know what works, what what doesn't work. How uh, and here's an important: How much time do you give something to say like, okay, I stick with it versus, all right, this is just not it. You know what? Marketing wise, or whatever kind of whatever kind of push, whatever.
2: I think something's going to take three to six months to see a real, if you're going to invest in something, invest in it, give it time, especially if you're passionate with it. Obviously, it's, people don't realize that porn in general and promoting things, it's tedious. It takes a lot of time. It's not a quick overnight. Yeah, I mean,
1: for some girls, but most majority, it's a lot of work, a lot of time.
2: You can't give up. Like, you just gotta keep going if it's something you're passionate about. And a lot of people don't realize you have international fans too. So now you're posting and catering to different time zones. You're catering to sites that don't allow nudity or You know, when you're promoting like an Instagram or you have to have Twitter, you have to have your promo video this much because you don't want to get shadow banned. Mm -hmm. So now you think in your head, okay, I'm doing a scene, but now I have to promote for five different platforms, you know, or whatever it may be, five different styles. Then you have your teasers, you have your little clips and everything. So it becomes a very tedious, you know, even for your own content doing a solo, it can still be a three hour you know, production, when you have pictures, you're doing your little clips and doing your main scene for, you know, even if it's a 10 minute clip, you're still doing everything else. Yeah. I think I
1: started out um, in the industry, it wasn't really big with OnlyFans yet and um, just kind of the influencer type stuff. So I'm still getting used to that. And I think um, with that though, it does offer obviously cool stuff because it allows your fans to connect with you more. And um, so there's like cameo and only fans and all of that type of stuff that you can promote on. But I think the biggest thing that like has helped me from when I started with marketing is just being genuine. And I learned that that's like the fan base I get back. So if I'm authentic with myself, and especially during scenes, and I give it my all, then I think the fans see that, and that's the biggest thing. Like, if you don't feel comfortable posting something, if you don't feel like it's you, then don't do it. Like, that's just my opinion, but for me, that's what works for me. I like to be myself, and if people don't like it, then they don't need to
2: watch my stuff. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an East Coast girl, so it's all about what you see is what you get. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree. So I was like, <laughs> I always love East Coast people. Yeah. <laughs> West Coast people, we are don't Yeah, not as <laughs> <laughs> nah, cool as East Coast. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So there was a word, there's a phrase that has been um, we're in conversations actually the other night about um, BBC.
1: BBC.
0: How would you define... What is a BBC to you, Izzy?
1: BBC. A BBC to me is... A big... Hmm... A big... Brownie cookie. (laughs) 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 And they're down at the pastry shop. (laughs) Uh, I was gonna say a big beautiful cock, but Yeah, no. (laughs) That's what I was trying to think of something. I was like there's something witty there that I know BBC has come up before. Yeah. Yeah, A big big, beautiful beautiful cock. cock. Those are my favorite. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's
1: never it, the minis
0: it, yeah. all right, all right. So, <laughs> um, One of the questions that, that came back from the first um, podcast and it's actually it's actually three or four questions and um, the way to ask it is this what do you think of this clip-based economy um, versus the big bang producers Can both coexist going forward?
1: I think definitely both oh, can coexist. Yeah. I think we um, together can make more stuff happen but I think a lot of people are just, Right now, it's hard to
2: collaborate and stuff with this whole pandemic going. Yeah, um, so it's a little bit hard, and I think it's opened the eyes for a lot of content creators as well as big oh, yeah. companies to see that people can be their own content
1: creator. So, it, and it's, I yeah. think it is actually helping the industry a bit too, even though some people don't see it that way. Just because like it does get a, more out there. Like yeah. it was kind of dying a bit, and it's like, oh, okay, we bring in social media and all of this stuff, it makes it more relevant today. Yeah. Very much
2: so, so hopefully we can all be friends. <laughs> you know, the big guy,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Does music make sex better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right then, speak on it, girls. Speak on it.
1: Oh, I mean, I dance first, so like uh, I just is. I love dancing, and
2: uh, yeah, I mean, turn it up. Let's we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it depends on the situation, too. If you're getting in the mood, you need a little you know you want that extra like oh this is my sexy music yeah. right um, you know a lot of times even getting ready you know yeah, I'm you doing my makeup i on. have my sexy yeah. music on or whatever it may be and then there are times when i just want that animal sex where i'm like i just want the music to be like no our, foreplay our, oh, yeah our noises just like getting like that's right. the music of you know you <laughs> so the closet yeah. years ago. overrated or underrated
0: underrated
2: underrated
0: Okay, I, I don't know. Sorry. I got. I, I see different looks here.
2: My husband yells at me because even in my scenes, I'm just so eager and greedy. Because when I see a beautiful woman, I'm just like, oh, just give it to me. Just let me, like your pussy. Just let me. So oh, with like, girls, like, yeah, no, yeah like, I am like terrible. So you like trying back. to pull back. Like, okay, like usually girls are the ones that need to be warmed up a little bit more yeah. sometimes too. But you just can't help yourself. So I feel like yes, foreplay is important. But sometimes I'm just so insatiable, or there's just so yeah. much chemistry there, and you're just like I just give it to me like,
1: i love like teasing guys like i get yeah. off by teasing guys oh, yeah. but with girls i understand what you're saying because like i just want to get down there yep.
0: <laughs> so. well speaking of just getting there, you two have a have a, a scene that you all are going to do watch want to shout out who you're doing it for and, and everything
2: sure so we're doing it for the floor yes we are and we're gonna have so much fun mm. You know, you want to check it out. I mean, you better check it out. I'm about to if dive right now. All
0: right. I don't think I can top that with any questions. Thank you both for coming on yeah, to Adults is. Thanks for having us and sport And there's some sports videos that are actually going to come on as well. Oh, nice. Relationships and shenanigans, whatnot. Nice.
1: Awesome,
0: awesome episode too
1: Bye, guys.